0: Hello and welcome to the Who's e? podcast with me Phil and me Paul and on this week's show we're going to be talking uh, the latest episode of Doctor Who the Empress of Mars written by Mark Gatiss but first some news and well there isn't a lot to talk about it's a very very dry news week again isn't it yeah I mean as happens when you're
1: in the middle of a series no one's really producing a News otherwise, are they?
0: No, not really. So so what we've got really is I suppose you could say it, it's a little bit of um a little bit more certainty over the casting of the new Doctor, um because it broke so after we um I think on Sunday actually. Um Russell T. Davis has said that he knows who's been cast as the new Doctor, and we're going to find out fairly soon. Um now the I think that the Daily Mirror is still saying that the uh, Chris Marshall um has already been cast I think they're still persisting um with, with that. But yeah. um, but Rusty Davis does say he does know who it is. Um now the other interesting thing as well, I think as we know, a lot long time ago, a lot of the um sort of uh, betting sites and betting companies stopped taking bets and who was gonna be the new doctor. However, the only one who hadn't was Skybet. But they've announced they will stop taking bets on Tuesday the 20th of June, which is next week. Um, Does this mean we're going to find out fairly soon who the new Doctor's going to be, I wonder?
1: I don't know. I mean, they must start filming shortly, mustn't they? Because they've just had the read-through or something, haven't they, for the Christmas special. I believe so, yeah. So we presume that whoever's taking over has got to be on set at some point during that filming. Mm-hmm. So it may be that we're not getting an official announcement, but just the betting company believes that the chances of it being leaked are going to increase once they
0: start filming. Yeah, um, and, and, and leak they will, no doubt, because I think the, as you know, that the, the press, uh, it, it's a weird relationship, the press and serve with Doctor Who. One minute they're sort of hyping it up and, and, and trying to ruin it for everybody by, you know, massive spoilers and, and whatever. And the next thing they're sort of trying to sort of like oh the ratings are diving, you know, it's gonna end, it's yeah. gonna be cancelled, there's trouble trouble at mill and it's 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 just a weird relationship um the press has. So but they'll they'll be circling um the set on the studios like vultures now, will not they, trying to to yeah. figure out who the hell it is. If they if they do want to keep it a secret. Um yeah. they, they um, the BBC hasn't done in the past though, has it? No. I mean
1: They're, you know, be ringing up every hotel in Cardiff every day, just saying, Excuse me, can I speak to Chris Marshall, please?
0: (laughs) Or can I I speak to Olivia Coleman, please? Or or Tilda Swinton, or whoever it might be. Yeah. Um, Do you reckon it's Chris Marshall? Because everyone seems fairly certain it's going to be. I I know we said we weren't going to discuss any more rumours about who's going to be cast until, you know, until that person is actually cast. Um, Yeah. But with him leaving. What was it? Um, Death in Paradise and Capaldi announced he was going, more or at the same time, it, it's I think it yeah. a few a few people are concerned. The planets have aligned, haven't they? Yeah, it was it was sort of yeah.
1: It, there's definitely a two plus two going on there, isn't it? And whether yeah. the only question is whether it adds up to four or five. Yeah, it? exactly, exactly. Now <laughs> I have <I must> actually <laughs> if you if you're working on reception in a hotel in Cardiff and someone does ring up and ask to speak to Chris Marshall, can you can you please say I'm afraid I can't put you through. He's in conference with Olivia Coleman and Tilda Swinton at the moment. <laughs> oh,
0: well that, no! They're just actually no. Sorry, he's actually with Stephen Moffat at the moment. So, <laughs> bingo, there you go. Um, I mean, what, what do you reckon the chances are of the BBC keeping this a secret, or he, or even whoever gets cast, their agent keeps it quiet? Well, to be honest, I'd have thought that part
1: of the whole thing was that they have to sign a confidentiality agreement and if their agent leaks it then they could be sued I, supe- I suspect I suppose
0: so yeah. Um,
1: and yeah there's, there, there, there's going to be plenty of time for their for them and their agent to make money out of him being the doctor from the from after the Christmas special to him? him?
0: To you said him. him you know who it is <laughs> it is Chris Marshall <laughs> <laughs> yes, him or her. Him he or her. her right. You should say yes, him or her. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but uh, no. So yeah, I don't. I I I wouldn't have thought it'd come from there. It's, yeah, it's just whether the whether the BBC how how confident the BBC feel that they can keep it a secret or not, isn't it?
0: Well that's cuz the, minute the BBC thing, it? think yeah. that
1: they can't then they go full guns to,
0: to to do to tell you who it is. Yeah, like another you know another Zoe Ball special or something, you know, you never. Yeah. You never know, but I mean wouldn't it be fantastic if they could just keep this a secret till Christmas day this year. Yeah. I mean it's, it's a sort of nigh on impossible task in, in in you know in these days of um you know, social media and everyone's got a bloody camera on them these days. So, uh, you know, there's, there's proof right there. Um, so, I mean, unfortunately, because, you know, the, 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 general public aren't, aren't, you know, gagged. <laughs> Mind you, the press are supposed to be gagged at that sort of thing. Well, sort of a gentleman's agreement to certain mm-hmm. things. And they sort of still break, you know, spoilers and everything. Um, I think gentleman's the word there, isn't yes, it? Yes, indeed. There's no gentleman involved here at all. Um, yeah, I, I mean, mean
1: actually, actually, the way
0: they could keep it secret is if it's going to be
1: a regeneration that takes place in the TARDIS. It's possible then, isn't it? Yeah, They don't necessarily even need
0: to, as such, film that straight away. No, they don't. They don't. I mean, they could do it in any, any, any order they like, really. You know, um, yeah. it, it just... Um, I mean
1: I either well the, to to re, to film it later, the biggest continuity problems I suspect would be Capaldi's hair, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but i I don't know I mean even whether you could nowadays just film him going into the regeneration cycle bit and then get Chris
0: Marshall or whoever. <laughs> Along later, you've nailed your colours to the master, there, haven't you? It's Chris Marshall for you.
1: <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just—it's just the name that's that's in front of me <laughs> on the script I've got. No, no, on, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they could—they could come in any time now between now and I presume, however late yeah. they need to put it together. Yeah, Beginning yeah. Getting a December, even you know, to do it. The, well, I I yeah. i least that I, I pick a date where at least nobody's going to know. Oh well, they'll be filming Doctor Who today, so that's why X is around the the set.
0: Well, you imagine it, you imagine it'd be a close set anyway for that kind of yeah. thing if they're going to keep it a secret. And I hope they do. I really do hope they do keep it a secret. And have some great big showbiz extravaganza announcing the new Doctor. Um, I to have a genuine surprise on Christmas Day. Yeah, you know to to, to Sweeten the bitter pill of Peter Capaldi leaving. Yeah, um, it it would be an amazing thing to have, a, a, you know, a genuine surprise. And imagine the ratings if if you generally don't know who it's going to be. Imagine the people are going to tune in to yeah. to watch that.
1: As I never get to see it <laughs> as
0: it's <laughs> broadcast. On Christmas Day. Well, you were in gonna the same country last year, were you?
1: <laughs> no. I mean, in some ways, that's at least slightly easier because I'm I'm less likely to bump into somebody, or somebody's less likely to turn around and say, "Oh, Chris Marshall's the new doctor." You know, <laughs>
0: stop saying that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think don't think it really matters how many often I say something. It's not going to necessarily going to come true. <laughs> If well, it was, I'd be saying, well,
0: with my lottery win, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I keep convincing myself it's to... it you each week, but no, it never is. It never is. Oh, dear. Well, it's <laughs> the doctor. Yeah, how yeah, you exactly. Yeah. Ne- ne- neither. You're just
1: sitting there waiting for that call, aren't you, still? Yeah, I know. I mean, I... <laughs> you're now wondering how Russell T Davis knows
0: before you do that you're the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Actually, that has happened to me before, though. Someone else knew knew I had a job before I knew, so (laughs) So, you heard it here first, folks, I am the new Doctor. Oh God, yeah, the first bald Doctor. Um, Okay, well of course we we shall naturally discuss this when the news finally breaks, or, or when it doesn't, we will discuss it, hopefully, we'll be discussing who the new Doctor is when we review this year's Christmas special. Yes. That's what I would like to be able to do. That's that's what I'd I'd keep telling myself and like to happen. So there you are. Let's let's oh, please, wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be even better if the
1: Christmas special just ends with the
0: start of the regeneration? Yeah, because that actually casts any bugger in the role yet, so <laughs> <laughs> Oh there. So of course we'll discuss that as and when it happens. So there you go, mm. there you go. Well that is pretty much it for the news to be honest. Um but of course we've got time to go over to Omega's Stats Corner. Yeah. Okay, and the um, overnight viewing figures for the Empress of Mars is in, and an estimated audience of 3.58 million viewers, which is a 20.6 share of the total TV audience for Saturday night. Um, doesn't seem a lot again, um, but apparently viewing figures were down across the board with no programme getting more than 5 million viewers throughout the day. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was quite bizarre. I don't think I've ever seen that. no. No, me neither. Um, there was a World Cup qualifier where England scraped a draw by the skin of their teeth uh, against yeah. Scotland. That uh, on ITV. They only had four point seven three million. Um, maybe because it was a qualifier. Really, there's yeah. Not, there's not. I thought maybe sort of like you know the um, a game against Scotland might. Have and and boosted. most people just thought it was just going to be a. A
1: one sided game, didn't
0: they? Yeah, and it so. any, anything but really, wasn't it? It was a yes. rather dull affair. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, but things like the voice, um, which is a kid's one, um, that only had an audience of four point two three. So again for sort of like maybe it's not got to the voting side of things yet. Dunno. No. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. But um but the thing is though, what was on um before Empress of Mars was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Um and that had two point six million viewers. So it was a quite a, a jump for for Doctor Who afterwards, which was quite nice to see for a change. Yeah. Although I suspect that also sort of ties in with the end of the football. Probably. Yeah.
1: Because it did sort of coincide a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, it certainly yeah. the football would have coincided with Indiana Jones. So Yeah, yeah. I can perhaps understand that. Yeah. No, yeah, no, it's just just an odd thing that there's so few people. Watching TV,
0: yeah, it's just oh, yeah. So, it's to show you that, that. Well, it wasn't a particularly bad day, sir, because we weren't watching TV either, were we? Because we were in the pub, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we we didn't watch Doctor Who either, so um we were out. Um, so, 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 so yes, we've got no one to blame but ourselves when it's cancelled. Exactly. <laughs> if, if only if only we had two more viewers, it would have yes. survived. <laughs> well, the audience appreciation index for Empress of Mars is eighty-three. Um, which is again is a good score. Um, considering the highest score um, again, it says for the two main channels, wherever that is. Uh, was was eight for casualty, and that was eighty four. So um, yeah. again, not too bad actually, not too yeah. bad. You know, so that's, that's been fa- that's one thing that's been fairly consistent uh, hmm. has been that, uh, um, the AI. But um, now um, the lie of the land's um, official ratings. Um, Quite down actually. Um, it got 4.82 million, so it didn't co- even crack 5 million. Um, and it made it the 30th most watched program of the week. Bit of a plummet that one. Um, but when you look what was in there, Britain's Got Talent just G- took about 20 places, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was an 18, 17, 16, 15, and 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. Mm. So, um I mean, the fact is, none of the usual programmes that are in the, the
1: top 30, such as Country File, Casualty, whatever, no. made it there either this year. So if you say Doctor Who was, was the only non-Britain's Got Talent or soap show, or news show, in the, in the top 30, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's probably actually better than it's done recently, to be honest, because it's not actually
0: beaten by another drama program no exactly exactly well the i mean the top the top 3 again at, at second third place is britain's got talent again um but number 1 was the one love manchester concert um yeah. which had 11.63 million which is quite rightly so as well to yeah. be honest so well, and e-
1: and even the fact that britain's got talent moved their show from Sunday to Saturday, so they didn't compete with it. I told you where that what was going to happen there.
0: Yeah, yeah, very magnanimous of um, of Simon Cowell to do that, wasn't it? Really. Um. Well, yeah, for his ratings. Yes. Yeah, very magnanimous. You know that he he actually had the 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 bleeding um sort of audacity to to believe that Britain's Got Talent would actually beat the ratings for One Love Manchester. So yeah, mm, yeah. okay. I think that's just uh, ar- arrogance. Uh, and, uh, and obviously the,
1: the three editions of the news mm. um were all to do with the bombings, weren't they? Yes, on so the, the bridge right. last last Saturday, that's yes, good.
0: indeed. Um yeah, um my, as far as Britain's got talents going, we might be you know, moving it on the schedules. I think I'm I'm probably just being a bit too cynical there, but um Mr. Cow is a very, very cynical, shrewd businessman. Yeah. actually um that's why he's a multi-billionaire and i'm not mm. <laughs> i'm gonna say yes. On that? yes so uh anyway anyway um <laughs> but, but, but he's not the new doctor phil so you've got that over him oh exactly yes the first high high waistbanded doctor <laughs> 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 right okay so um as it's a, a short news week um We've actually got time to swing over to the other side of the room to Omega's tat corner. You pester me with trinkets. Now, this um, item of tat was sent in to us uh, by one of our listeners, John Michael Lindsay. He posted it up onto our um, onto our Facebook group. So much appreciated, Michael. Now, um, I I quite like this actually. Now, those, yeah. of you, those of you who um, sort of are on our Facebook group, you, you already know what this is. But it's a Doctor Who TARDIS console lava lamp, um, which looks amazing, actually. Now, I've always been a sucker for a lava lamp, I've, I've got to be perfectly honest. Um, but this is a lava lamp that um, makes the centre, like the, the time rotor of the TARDIS, and you've got like a stand around it, which is the console. Um and the lid yes. is sort of like the 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 contra-rotating um sort of circle things at the top of the of the rotor as well. Um it does look rather nice, I've got to be honest. Um yeah. now it is uh, made by a company called Wibbly You can buy it from, you can buy it from them. Um now it's available to pre-order at the moment. It starts shipping on july the fifteenth um this year. Um it's eighteen inches tall, which is big. That's that's mm. a big old lava lamp there actually, um, and it's currently going for the um, price of eighty nine dollars ninety five cents. Mm. Okay, now this is um, pre-orders get free shipping in the uh, in uh, continental USA. It says here, um, I actually really quite as I said quite like this. Ninety um, dollars. I know it'll be a bit cheaper um, in sort of UK money. But not la- much, not much, not <laughs> these days, no. Um, but I've got to be honest, lava lamps are pretty expensive anyway. So yeah. I suppose you suppose you slap the Doc Two license on the top it's always going to be a bit more pricey. Um, I don't actually think that's badly priced for once. Mm,
1: yeah, not not sure. I mean, I'd, I'd like to have a look at it and just see just how plasticky and ta- <laughs> tacky it looks. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I've got that slight suspicion it may look a bit more tacky when you uh
0: maybe get now, it out of the box. Now obviously I, 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 can, okay. I can see you painting up the console. I was about to say that because that, that is ripe for a makeover, that that console, because the looking at the photograph the detail is there. Yeah. The detail is there. Um I, I could quite easily repaint that. Whether the um the heat from the <laughs> the lava lamp would actually it's do something to, to the problem. paint, I don't know, it's... but
1: I just like the fact it says advanced technology at its finest, and then globules. Globul- I can't say this now. We're getting into words that we can't say. Yeah. Globules of yeah. paraffin. Now I never yeah. think that paraffin has been advanced
0: technology and its finest. <laughs> Maybe we're regressing. I think is the what's going on here. Yeah. Um, I know. I actually quite I actually. I I would be tempted to to get this one if I'd somewhere to put it, um, because yeah. it's eighteen inches tall and the. Console does look rather big, so I think you're going to yes. need quite. You're going to have to put this pride of place somewhere, really, and and have a lot of room to 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 put this down. Yeah. Um, which which I haven't got to be honest. So uh. I th- I think it's a um how can I put it how can I put this all delicately? It's um I think this this is a, a sort of a single person's um, bit of objet d'art actually. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't think I could. My, my wife would allow me to have something like that pride of place in the living room. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just sort of thinking about
1: the the argument that we've got the globe that lights up that dawns in the
0: living room.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, see, see when we get to this question, I suggest that we replace it with this. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, dear. Well, um... I mean, I, I mean, there's me talking about whether it looks tacky or not. Yes, yes I've got a globe. I've got
0: the lights up. Exactly. Have you got one of those drinks globes as well? <laughs> no, I would do if I had the room. <laughs> Nothing says sophistication and gentlemen's rooms as, a, as a, a, a drinks globe, does it, really? Right. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I really want. Man. Oh, indeed, indeed, that's what I want, Cryku. Um, anyway, that, that, so yeah, that's 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 it for Tac Corner. Really, just one thing to bring you, and uh, that's it for stats and the news as well. So uh, coming up shortly is our review of the Empress of Mars. So for another week, then that was the news. <laughs> Alright then, everybody, it's time to discuss of Mars.
1: There were humans on Mars in Victorian times. No, there weren't. Friday asked for my help. In return for what? Mars! This could be the entrance to an Ice Warrior hive. Friday has been using you all along. His aim was to get back to Mars and find his queen.
0: Rise,
1: my Ice Warriors! Rise!
0: I dare say the British Army is more than a match for a bunch of upright crocodiles. You don't stand a chance
1: against the
0: x And it is my go-to kick-off proceedings, isn't it? Um, yes. But I think, as we usually have done in the last few weeks, I think we'll actually kick off with our feedback first, because we have some uh, listener feedback on what you all thought about the, uh, the, the this week's episode. So um, we'll kick off with the Twitter feedback. Uh, first up, we're someone called AlexGirl73, um, they say excellent. Love the old Who fill and references. Uh, next we have at Doctor Ben LFC. He's actually sort of replied to um, Alex here. Says was thinking the same thing, Alex. I only just watched it but thought it was very classic Who. Um, but then we have at No Boy Bands who said enjoyed it but thought there was a lack of jeopardy. Loved all the continuity, especially Alpha Centauri. Well, of course, we'll come on to that later on. Um, Miguel Sanchez, was known as Benny1971, um, says, Mark Gatiss has done a blinder. The Ice Warriors retain an air of threat, nobility. Add a third Doctor reference, lovely stuff. Okay, and then we have Nick Gossai, guys by the hand of uh, um, G Gossai, Um Enjoyed it. Will never be my favourite, but I won't skip it on the DVD. Okay, so now we move on to the Facebook feedback that we had. Um, first up, David Gale. Davies says, um, Mark Gatiss finally writes a good one, superb, best Ice Warrior story so far. But then to counter that, we have Ian Thomas McLean, who says, cheesy, basic, very Gatiss, uninteresting. Okay, and that's that's an interesting take on it there, uh, Ian. Um, Next up, we have Jeff Waddell. Uh, Jeff uh, said, I thought this was by far and away the best episode from Mark Gatiss. References all over the place to classic films, classic who, classic horror, I bloody loved it. A simple story done well, but if you're going to do a simple story, this is the way to do it. Okay, thanks Jeff. Next we have Kieran Hyman. Kieran says, absolutely marvellous. Happy to say I've loved all nine of Gatus's episodes. Uh, this man proves time and again how much he gets Doctor Who and knows exactly how to write a classic episode. Brilliant stuff. Whenever Chibnall wants the Ice Warriors back, I hope Gatiss gets the job. Uh, Next up, we have Gareth Lloyd. Gareth says, a nice straightforward story with some nice unobtrusive callbacks and some great design work. Okay, thanks, Gareth. And lastly, we have uh, feedback from John Michael Lindsay. Um, John Michael says, very nicely done. I thoroughly enjoyed this story. A pleasant self-contained story with a nod to the classic series at the end, although I'm ashamed to admit I've never seen The Curse of Peladon, so I didn't quite understand all the hype on first watch. It was the sort of episode where Professor Elemental uh, wouldn't have looked out of place with all the Victoriana. Uh, Mark, Mr. Gatiss, seems to convey a great understanding of what the fans want and then goes on to provide it. What's more, it's given me a desire to go back and uh, watch the John Pertwee story to fill that gap in my knowledge. Okay, thanks very much, John Michael. Um, I think I'll actually sort of kick off with Alpha Centauri, actually. Um, I was not expecting that at all. No. No. Um but I bloody loved it <laughs> actually. Yeah. I love that little little bit. As soon as I heard the voice, I thought no it can't be. It can't be Alvin Troy. Then up up, up they popped on there. Um, yeah. yeah, brilliant. And they even got the original actress back to do the voice. Yes, at ninety two. Ninety two <laughs> years of age, um and that they coaxed her out of retirement. Um, to to come back and do the voice, um, absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, I it was just it was just such a nice thing to do, wasn't it? Because cause if you if you don't
1: know the original series, it it's not gonna spoil the episode for you that you don't know that. No, it's just it's just another alien calling to help out.
0: Yeah, um, but just to hear like Zan Churchman do that voice and see you know, the big eye on the screen. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I I was I just sort of like, wow. Um, it's just, as you say, you don't need to know who it is. No. It's just there. It's people like us know who it is. Um, yes. And I think that was just for people like us, really. To it, was, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah.
1: It was, yeah. Oh, oh totally. And, oh, no, uh, I, I think I think more than for people like us, it was for Mark Gators. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that, that there is obviously a part of him that, that's there. It's, that if you are writing a Ice Warrior story, yeah. then yeah, why not? Why just not do what, it? Wanna, why not? If you've got the opportunity to throw it in at some point, I mean, didn't, hasn't he said in there that he sort of wrote, wrote it in and then just sat back waiting for them to turn around and say, a oh, nice idea," but we're but not no, going to do that? Really yeah, do
0: yeah. It. Well, apparently, th- this story he did actually want to do another Peladon story. Um, and it was also going to be um, a sequel to Sleep No More, as well. But it just morphed into something, you know, something different, um, which I'm kind of glad about. Actually, I mean, everyone sort of like says Peladon the first story was good, the second story not so good. Um, but I'm beginning to wonder whether it could have been done because apparently the, the original brief Mark Gates had for this story was really sort of like the the, the big picture for it was Brexit. Yeah. Um, well, on the basis that curse had been, well, it was all about because it was all about like it was it was like a a, a, a satyr on on like the common market wasn't it?
1: Yeah, so it was Britain
0: joining, wasn't it? At yeah. that stage, exactly. Yeah. And then the second one was all about you know Britain was was sort of being crippled by people you know trade unions calling workers out on strike, and that's what that 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 particular story was about, um, and threatening that whole um, common market union, you know, yeah. so. Um, so I, th- I think that the, the Brexit thing would have would have been quite, sort of, you know, quite on the nose to be honest. But I'm I'm kind of glad it did go this route to be honest because I think getting onto the story itself, I think after the the, the three parter we had, for me this was this was the ideal tonic. Yeah, it
1: needed to uh, to be a panic cleanser, didn't it? Something that was reasonably fluffy in the sense that it wasn't anywhere
0: or any shape in a story arc no no you wanted something standalone again and you wanted something that I heard that I heard the word used uh for, to describe this episode I'm actually gonna echo that sentiment actually you wanted a romp yes you wanted a bit of fun I think after the after the, the um the last few stories and I for me I think this delivered it in spades to be honest yeah. Um I agree I can't remember who who said this in the feedback now um but they said you know, there wasn't a, a sense of jeopardy um in this. No there wasn't. There wasn't um but I I think it got the it was it was enough tension there I think to not not to yeah. make it too serious. You didn't want it serious. I mean for God's sake you had Victorian soldiers on Mars. Yeah. Fighting the ice warriors. Um it, it was. It's a ridiculous premise, and and you you don't need it to be ultra ultra serious. I don't think it need to be ultra serious. No, and it
1: wasn't. No, you know. I mean, I mean enough people do die in it. <laughs>
0: yes, indeed. Well, you don't need any. Um... In a rather bizarre way, which I actually quite liked as well. Well, that's it. I mean, it was like an updated um, version of of the the Ice Warriors Sonic. Blaster effect wasn't it with the yeah rev- sort of filming in that that sort of um, was it what do they call it? It was like a mirror surface. They, they, whereas they yeah. could sort of make it wobble or wobble. pinch it, and it could sort of get this weird sort of pinching effect. Um, which they just took that and, and updated it, and I quite liked it. It, it was gruesome yeah. enough as well.
1: Yeah, without yeah being a something that we've probably seen before. You know, you don't yeah. get the yeah. It wasn't just the. Shot and evaporated or or fell over literally
0: no, and again you know if you rather hadn't, nasty, effort. yeah exactly, but the thing is if you hadn't seen an ice warrior you know, one of the perpy ones or one of the uh Troughton ones and you hadn't seen that effect before um then it it wouldn't have meant anything to you you thought oh that's what happened if if your first exposure to an ice warrior was um, yeah. cold war from a few years ago now um then that's. You didn't see him use his sonic uh, sonic gun in that, but um, but if this is your first exposure to it, then fine. That, say, oh wow, what a cool effect! But to, yeah. again, to us, it's like wow, they've taken that and updated it. Yeah, you know. So I'm I'm loving all all the, all the Pertwee <laughs> and, the, and the old classic who nods here, which I know seems to annoy so, a lot of people, but yeah. didn't mean. Just just so. going back to that, you wonder at what point did, you know does that
1: happen? You know, does with, with that is that special effects people go to Moffat and Gatiss and say oh we can do this
0: Yeah. <laughs> when it, someone
1: gets shot or you know is that something that they say oh I, I
0: quite like the body to be whatever I don't know Yeah. or, 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 the, or that's just, that's that's just say have a look how they did it back in the day and yeah. w- what can you do to update it
1: yeah you know? I, I, I suspect that was led by the special effects people coming and saying oh look, look what we can do
0: yeah indeed, <laughs> indeed. well the thing is um I mean, I actually still quite like the old effect and, yeah. and the noises that went with it as well. Um, but the, as far as sort of you know um, updated effects go, when, when you're so hooked on the classics like I am, um, I thought it, it did the it did the job well. I really did. Yeah. Um, I also like the again what something Gatus did carried over from um, the the Pertwee era of of Ice Warriors. You. You weren't sure whether they were the bad guys or not, and it's what the what the doctor says. Um, uh, I can't remember the exact line, but the, he finished on you know they could you know kill, kill absolutely everybody, sort of cover the, the the polar caps in blood, but then weep at the crushing of a flower. Yeah, it was so, something along those lines, and and I thought they. Um, so- and
1: when the first ice warriors coming towards him, isn't it? In yeah, this,
0: it's you know this could either go very well or very badly. Exactly, because
1: <laughs> um, he doesn't know how they're gonna what type of Ice Warrior he's going to meet. Yeah. Or what um, move the Ice Warrior well, What move they're going been. to be,
0: yeah, precisely. So I think, I, I, again, I love that that carry over as well. Yeah. Um, there's always that, the, you know, the blurred lines of whether they're goodies or baddies, the Ice Warriors, mm. which I think makes them one of the more interesting monsters, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, because never, there's never been a case
1: that, well, you know, it, it's not black and white as to whether they're going to be out for destruction of the earth or
0: or they're just looking to be have a peaceful life yeah yeah exactly exactly so no i i i'd love they, they kept that sort of the uncertainty there i did like it um on to the sort of like the, the the cast of characters for the um actually i must say that i thought the um the emp the queen of um the ice queen what we want to call her um i thought that was well done and, and sort of well realised. It was like a an updated version of the Ice Lord, wasn't it? Yeah, really. Uh, which I, I mean, I love the, the look of the Ice Lords anyway, but I, I just really, I really dug the the update on this. I really did. Um, and to make uh, the sort of take the the Ice Lord and turn it into an a, a Ice Queen, um, I thought was was a really good idea. I really did. And, yeah. I thought, and I thought it was it was a good character as well, actually. Um it did it, it did sound a little bit like the Empress of Rachnos now and again. <laughs> but uh, But no, I I liked I I really did like the character, and I like like the way it was written, I like the dialogue, um and I like the the scene between her and acre at the end when he sort of give, gives up his life at the end, yeah. you know, um to sort of spare his men. And I, I really I really did like that scene. Um so but anyway, um
1: and again, a scene you can do with the ice warriors because you've got the the sense of
0: um appreciation of the soldier isn't it yeah, um, and the loyalty and honor and all that yes. kind of thing yeah 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 i I did like that um what about the victorian soldiers though
1: i mean i, I yeah I just an interesting idea to do that i mean it is very much sort of you know. First Men on the Moon, sort of thing, isn't it? Oh, god, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just, 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 just every single it's just like, yeah. My guys did sit down and think, how many references to different films can
0: I throw into this? What is that with with, and get away with with the terminate the thing, the Vikings, and Frozen? (laughs) yeah, um, I was thinking, I was trying to, um, think, I don't think it was Jeff. Jeff Well who said about the horror references. I think it was the the one I'm thinking of, I think it was from Horror Express, which is um, um a very weird, weird film. It's sort of horror comes science fiction movie. Um and almost like The Thing as well, but it's set on the um on the Trans Siberian Express. Um and it's got Peter Cushing and Chris Lee in it. And there's um there's a line in it that I think Mark Gatiss was echoing. There's a line in it that, that's when they're sort of suspecting who's the monster. And so is it it could be you two, one of you two to, to Chris Lee and, and Peter Cushing. And Peter Cushing turns around and says, Oh, we're not monsters, sir, we're British. So and you get this the thing with um is it catch Love says we don't belong, we're British like that. So I think that's I think that's what Jeff was referring to there. But mm. um but uh, again at one point it past Gaitus, that's the sort of thing he do, being a big love of he's got that big love of horror yeah. as well. Um so I mean all the, the Victorian soldiers you've got they're all sort of like I don't know, all sort of like walking cliches, really, weren't they? Yes, to a certain degree. Oh yeah, but oh, I don't yeah, mind yeah. that, you know.
1: Yeah, even the fact, even the fact, yeah, that deep underground in
0: in caves they put tents up. Yes, indeed, <laughs> and 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 and, <laughs> yeah, and, and light, that, light fires that's and, needed. Yeah, indeed. And they still have they have huh. tea properly as well. Because
1: it may it may be cold, but as to why you'd put a tent
0: up other well, than well, if it looks other big... than of course you'd have to
1: have officers' quarters. Oh, so of
0: course you do. Maintain standards, haven't you? But... Yes. <laughs> well, now you've got you've got the colonel who's hiding a secret. He's he's a coward. You've got the the captain who's just the. Um, I thought the catch of catch was a, a suitably hissable villain. Actually, yeah. Um, yeah i i sort of quite like the fact you know he gets his co op you've got the you've got the uh the, the company sergeant major you've got the um was it jack daw who's the who's the the thief and it's it was almost yeah. like zulu to, yeah. to, to to a certain degree i can't remember the the um the character's name or the soldier's name but it was played by that uh what was his name something booth but the basic he, he didn't want to fight, he was a bit and he was always sort of trying to yeah. get out of fighting and, and all that and he was always on sort of on a in on a fizz. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that kind of character. Um and you had the Vince Vincey who it was known as. Um now we were sort of gonna mention this in the news, weren't we? But we decided decide just to sort of briefly mention it, um, in in the course of this um this review. Um Apparently there was some sort of controversy about the casting of a black actor as as Vince, um, and apparently from Mark Gatiss himself it appears he wasn't because he obviously the BBC will try and sort of cast whoever it, what they call it blind casting or something, um, and I think he actually wrote which he sent himself a difficult email to people at the BBC saying well, there were no black soldiers in Victoria's army, um, yeah. but as it turns out there was one. Which he then had to sort of I'm sorry, I'll stand corrected. There was a black soldier. Um and apparently it was a Somalian soldier, at yeah. which apparently the um Durham infantry or something sort of rescued. They rescued him as a baby. Um and he actually ended up joining the, the was it the Durham Light Durham was it the Durham Light Infantry? Yeah. Yeah, and his his name was Jimmy Durham. As well. So it was all, all things Durham going on there. So um so it wasn't that far away from the truth after all. So well, part, part uh, of the yeah, fact uh, being on uh, Mars. <laughs> other
1: than if you're going to take it that the, the one black soldier in the Victorian army was the one that happened to get taken to, go to, Mars. to Mars. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Out of all of them, he's a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I mean I, I suspect actually the reason for it as much as anything was we'd had an episode that dealt with racism. Yes, in thin nice. And to have they also, what sort of wanted to bring up the Victorian attitude to women, mm. and by having a black soldier, it sort of took out their also effect of being a black woman.
0: Yes, it did. To, yeah, yeah, you're right. There, there wasn't yeah. there.
1: You didn't then have to have the. Question: The their right, their attitude to race, because obviously they was then they already had dealt with that within themselves. Mm.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. He, he was he wasn't sort of treated any any differently, was he? So it's like when, no. when Jack does, he said, you said, know, "Don't worry, you get you get you. I'll make sure you're all right. Make sure you get your fair yeah. share." And you know, um, yeah. But yeah, I I, I just sort of like the fact he was he was just treated as one of the lads, and and what they sort yeah. of highlighted this time was the Victorian attitudes to women. Was yes. it more than anything else? Um, like just to hit, yeah, go laughing at her because she suggests that she could be a policeman. Yeah, yeah, which would have been true for the time, you know. So
1: yeah, and um, just like that fact that I can
0: forgive your Victorian
1: attitude because you're
0: Victorian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I don't think um, Bill had a lot to do this week, really. Did she? No,
1: I was going to say what, what I have to say is we're talking about this being. Slightly, you know, a classic Who story. Yeah, and the reaction you could you could have put Pertwee and Katie Manning in this, and they'd have acted exactly the same. I I, I would agree with that. Yeah, you've I got the Doctor done. just being trying to you know negotiate. We don't need to.
0: Don't need to fight.
1: Yeah. Know. Well, he doesn't have a and, doesn't... And, and you've got and you've got the. The assistant companion agreeing with the doctor yeah I'd... apart from showing concern because someone might get
0: killed well I was actually thinking um, I was watching it a second time and I thought this is more like a a Peter Davison um, sort of era episode of Doctor Who because it was just stuck in the middle and not really having a great effect on either party if you see what I mean it it seems like the case of Androzani, where he had absolutely no influence on either side at all. He was just trying to sort of stay alive, really. And there was, uh, to me, there was a kind of element of that in this story.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Although, actually, yeah. You know but what I, I mean? Think well, actually... and his actions
0: don't really affect the outcome if, you, if, the, if the two parties actually sorted it out themselves, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can understand that. I, I just think I just think the companion doctor relationship was a lot more.
0: Oh, that was, certainly. Uh, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Um and like I say, yeah, I could imagine yeah. there, there is a sense that yeah, no, we had you had the odd thing with Pertwee we would just be, you know, trying to talk usually then it'd break down and he'd end up having to fight
0: somebody. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Usually the king's king's champion or something like that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, I mean, if you're going to do Victoriana, you've got to have a little bit of an element of steampunk there as well. So, I love the steampunk spacesuits that the the soldiers are wearing, with with the little yeah. um, the gramophone horn on the side of their helmets. So I thought it was quite quite a nice little touch. But um, well, that sort of goes back to the first men on the moon yeah, sort of thing as yeah. well, doesn't it? Yeah, so, I, I really like that. I really did sort of. Um, I, mean, I, like, I like the fact
1: that they went full blown with it for uh, for the first. Time you see, you see it. Yeah, and then by the time you've got the the ending bit where he's helping them arrange the stones, mm. it's a
0: bit more conventional space helmet, isn't it? It is. I prefer the first one with just like the little yeah. portholes all over it. Yeah, I did prefer that one. But um, no, um, I was going to say about the there's other sort of things. I think there's one other thing that um, some people had, had a have a problem sort of trying to. Decipher why it happened, as why the Tardis took off. Yeah. Now, I think there's only, uh, to my mind, there's 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 two answers to this, and um and neither would really explored. Just the fact that the Tardis decided it wasn't going to go back again. Um, it was either the HADS thing again, or it was yeah. the Tardis knowing that the Doctor and Bill had to stay there. In order for them to contact Alpha Centauri to start the Golden Age of the Ice Warriors, yeah. Now I, t- I took it as the latter, actually, that it was the TARDIS ensuring the Doctor. it's that old I was that thing again. You know, the TARDIS will make sure the Doctor. Um, Need to be where where he was wanted, not not where he wanted to be. It took him where he where yeah. he needed to, yeah. You that know, whatever the hell the scene was, you, you know what I mean. Um, I I just took it. I just wanted a little scene with him and Missy in the TARDIS. Well, apparently, <laughs> um, this was written before Matt Lucas was was cast again as Nardole, right? So maybe it's just a way, uh, maybe another way of just sort of writing him, sort of writing him and then writing him out again. So just to yeah. sort of bookend the episode. Um, interesting that he he had to get Missy's help. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, technically, I mean, considering, you've got
1: a, yeah, go on. Sorry, you've got a problem with a TARDIS that you can't solve, then, and you've got to get it back. Then, obviously, you are going to have to. The obvious person to turn to is a time lord.
0: Yeah. It just it just it, that's why I didn't th- sort of think. Well, you know. What what was the reason why he had to get Missy out, considering he's been absolutely dead against um, the Doctor having any involvement with with yeah. her? Really, you know. So I was a little bit, oh, you know, it must be serious then for him to go and get Missy's help. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, all, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. If if he can't get back there, he doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, he doesn't know by the time he's got back, it's going to have all yeah. been resolved. He probably thinks the Doctor's in.
0: Could be in tr- mortal danger. Yes. Now, what about what Missy kept asking? Are you all right? She seemed genuinely. Yeah. Con- well, we don't know if it's all part of Missy's plan. We, we honestly don't know. Um, but um, is there genuine concern? Don't, does she know something, or has she detected something that's going on with the doctor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or generally, does know. He's told her something that he hasn't told anyone else. Could be. She knows what's coming, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know, do we? We don't know. But, um, no, I just, I just thought oh, what, that And that might be
1: why she's keeping her promise to not to escape. It hey, could is be. Because she yeah. knows that he's coming to the end. Yeah, it could be that. He's... Yeah. So maybe we'll find out that something has happened to him. Maybe,
0: maybe yeah,
1: yeah. yes and he's for he has been throughout most of this series on the verge of a regeneration.
0: Well, there's he's sort of been hinting at it with certain things, hasn't it? So um, yeah. like the whole thing of being, you know, being hungry, yeah, and things like that, and sort of looking very wistful or, or mysterious, talking about regeneration. So, um, yeah. I'll, Ah, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find out soon enough. we we've, we've, the thing is though, the sad thing is we've now only got three episodes to go of this series. Yes, which, which is um, incredible. I can't believe we sort of whizzed. It does feel that like we've whizzed through this series. It really does. Um, and I think because I'm have to, i have to say, I think for for me, this episode has sort of brought this series back up again. Yeah, really. After after the last two disappointing episodes, um, I really do think this is sort of right okay we're back on track again really that, that's yeah. that's, how I, that's how I saw this one I really did oh definitely
1: I mean, and it, you suspect this is why it's it's not in this position in the in the running order by accident no no I don't think so it was, it was so. to be the lighter
0: the lighter story episode. yeah yes yeah no, I I'd, I I'd, I'll I'd agree with that. It was a lighter episode, and it and it was needed. And but I just think for a light episode, it, it was packed with so much stuff. Yeah, so much stuff for people to to, to enjoy. And um, there was stuff for you know. For, and I know a lot of people fans get up sort of getting oh, Doctor Who should we keep referencing the past? It should be building its own um, its own mythos now moving forward. And I thought, well, the show's over fifty years old. Of course, it's going to dip into the past and and acknowledge that, yeah. you know, certain things, you know... Um...
1: The, the only thing I do worry about, though, is the fact that we keep saying, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't know the references. Mm. And in in a sense, no, it doesn't affect the story. No. I just wonder, is the story as interesting if you don't know the references? Because we're sort of carried along by
0: the various callbacks to, well, to I th- stuff I think everyone as far as I can tell that everyone did enjoy this episode uh, apart from um in Thomas McLean obviously obviously found it uh, uninteresting um yeah. I, I I wouldn't agree with with that I certainly I don't certainly didn't find it uninteresting it was slight right. it was certainly yeah. slight and there wasn't an enormous amount of jeopardy in it um right. but as I said it was a light romp of an episode and hmm. I've and I've got no problem with that it if if, if this is as, as enjoyable as this was yeah you can, you can have a lot of oh, like, yeah
1: I mean yeah you know. I, I totally did but I, I I just don't I can't know whether there's no way I can I can forget about
0: the what happens well, well there's there's the flip side to this as an old Doctor Who fan if you took out the references would you have enjoyed it as much well this is what I mean you
1: know, this is what I can't. This
0: is what I yeah, won't know because because the casual we fan, can't. they they yeah. they don't. Oh, it's this. There's a big eye on the screen.
1: Are, are we are yeah. we enjoying it? Because you know, in the quiet moments, we're getting a reference to an old well that's... episode that, that that makes us. We're we're like, oh great, like that, and that carries us through what could be a boring. Well, five minutes of the episode.
0: No, I don't know. I, but, I, but we
1: don't know. We we can't we can't tell. I mean, that's the point. We we probably need somebody who isn't a who hasn't watched.
0: Well, I think there old, was there, there was enough classic series. Yeah, I think there was enough
1: to, 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 to know whether they enjoyed it.
0: I think there was enough references to other genres. Yeah, to be honest, to to enjoy, without the Alpha Centauri one. But then you might not be a. A horror fan, or <laughs> well no but, but, but it was it was referencing yeah. so many other things you said like the first yeah. man on the moon zulu yeah. um yeah. you know the whole steampunk thing you know it, it was i say there was there was plenty of stuff there to for, for people to catch up on um and it, and it was sort of touching on i'd say quite a few genres so there must be something for, every, for everyone to enjoy there really so <laughs> but yeah i, I i'm just going to say i loved it and um as far as I'm concerned, now the series is back on track.
1: Oh, yeah, no, totally. I mean, t- t- two things. Well, one one thing I, I liked was the fact that the, the picture of Queen Victoria. Oh, was, was Pauline Collins. Pauline Collins, yeah. yes. Which yeah. I thought was good. Because actually, someone had said about last week's episode. Yeah. And when they're showing the Earth's history, hmm. they used the real picture of winston churchill ah and someone did, yeah. said should that be if it was doctor who should that have been um Ian mcneice yes yeah yeah instead that's <laughs> and a fair someone point said that last, yeah. someone said that last week and it's quite interesting then that we actually got the the canon version of queen victoria rather than the, a picture of queen, queen victoria yeah it's almost like you could almost have imagined if somebody, if you didn't realise these had all been shot, you know, months ago, you'd have almost felt like someone picked up on that last week and thought, no, actually, the people have been complaining that quick. We've got to... <laughs>
0: exactly. that's, that's a You say, they've got a good point there. Quick, get a picture of Pauline Collins.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'd almost, you yeah, know, someone had said that last week? It, it was even more noticeable
0: to me that it was... <laughs>
1: Which I thought was good. That was a nice little touch. Nice little touch. The the other two things on this was the Ice Warriors. I've obviously gone to the Cyberman boot manufacturers, haven't they?
0: Oh, yes. They're very stompy clompy again, aren't they? Um, Yeah. And I was also going to say. Obviously, obviously speak softly and carry a heavy boot, isn't it? Well, I was also going to say they've also got the worst record for um, for, um, spaceship maintenance. In all of Doctor, they're constantly crashing, aren't they? <laughs> well, you know, if you've only got a little claw thing, it's a bit difficult. <laughs> well, of course. the the first time that the astronauts appeared in Doctor, they they crashed in the Antarctic or something, and then all the new of this new ice age on on Earth, and then this one they'd, or was it in, in um, Cold War? Oh, again, he'd crashed. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. one they'd crashed, and then crashed again when they got back to Mars. So... <laughs> yeah steering's not there not no no there. i think i need to go to a different mot service i think actually
1: <laughs> well to be fair though he's only got one eye this one. Oh, that's so his, his perception might have been a bit out as he was coming into land
0: yeah it? <laughs> i did like it when um bill was sort of talking about the, the vikings he's brilliant built this mate he gets his eye guys gouged out and he just turns and looks at her like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did like that um no, I, I think that there was a, a, a lot of this worked brilliantly in this episode. It really did. The, the, the
1: one thing... Oh, there's one thing. As I've got to nitpick something, and this is the only thing I could nitpick I really wanted to, Yeah. was the fact that it went to all this trouble building this gun to blast their way into the mm. um, chamber. Yeah. And then basically they was able to just crawl out anyway. Um. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Or maybe they why did they need why did they need him to come back
1: and rescue them?
0: That's true. He could have just crawled underneath, couldn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or maybe he didn't know where it was. Maybe maybe it was, it was just fortuitous. They had, they were they were blasting in that particular bit. It was just blasting away generally. Yeah. I, I, I suppose they could have.
1: He could have been using the they'd have been using the gun to, to dig down that far. We are we presuming that most of those tunnels were were built using the gun? I don't know. Oh could
0: but, be I don't,
1: yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But it's just, I sort of sat there and I thought to myself, hmm, well, why didn't they
0: just do that? Why did they bother waiting for him to come back and <laughs> come out? Uh yeah, that that is quite a good point. I I'd take it the fact he didn't know where it was. So Yeah. He could have been tunnelling for years, couldn't he, sir? So. No sense of direction. Exactly. Yeah, what, <laughs> come be... under the up Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, I think I've, I've sort of said all I want to say on this, really, because um, I, 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 yeah. don't, I don't want to start nitpicking because I just enjoy the hell out of it. So yeah, no, I
1: mean that, that yeah. was the only thing that I could pick up. That was the only thing I picked up on that was particularly. Yeah, um, I thought I should have to mention, but <laughs> it didn't spoil it for me. Really. No, <laughs> So yeah, I, I could just ignore it. It wasn't one of those ones where you just sort of thought this is just too much to.
0: This has completely <laughs> ruined it for me. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Good, good. Well, it's good we're, we're, we're back again. We both enjoyed an episode of um, of Doctor yes. Again this series. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now uh, we'll be back next week then um, to review the Eaters of Lights which sees the return of Rona Munro uh, to Doctor for the first time in thirty years. Crikey yes well nearly thirty years i should say um now in the this is actually gonna be on earlier next week as well it's on at six forty five because in the u k yes because um the b b c yet again have shifted dr around um in the um in the schedules to make way for another singing dancing competition yes so um which is they've been training rather heavily um lately so um which I can't remember the name of the bloody thing, but there you go. Um, yeah, so there we are. So it's, remember that, everybody, it's 6.45 next Saturday it, in the UK. Sure. Mean, at least
1: it's still it's still in the in the sort of Well, it's right earlier. Slot. Yeah, at least it's not put at least back. At least they've
0: not put it yet. Like, yeah. it's, not, it's not quarter to nine or something silly like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, as you say, it's in the right ballpark. So there yeah. you go. So that's it. We're done for this week then. So until next time, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye.